0: When I
1: sit back and imagine Life without you,
0: I can't fathom How no, I ever thought I'd make it on my own oh, oh. And there's at least a million reasons I'm still standing here believing You're my comfort, you're my healing Because I know cause I know, the moment well, You can't see the wind, but it moves and leaves From the bottom to the top of the tallest streets Because you are everything And they're ugly and they can't take comfort
2: you guys hope you're ready for some fun with red Pill. that is toby Mac. love that m d-o-b-y m-a-c so i hope uh, you got a little taster of that you're going to fall in love with all of his songs too they really are Just such great songs. So today we're talking about the so-too. I kept telling my husband to hurry home to get ready for the so-too party tonight. So he's like, what? I'm like, get with it, baby. So-too, State of the Union tonight. So we will see. Now I was thinking, what would my favorite things be for the so-too? I would just flip if he came out and said, check your bank account you're all your tax money you've ever paid is back in your account oh would that be amazing (laughs) that'd be so cool just dreaming on that yeah i think it'll happen one day but i don't know if it's gonna be today anyway um i would love it if um he said these people were arrested oh that would be so great let's dream um i would love it if he said the wall was done (laughs) We don't need no money from Nancy Pelosi because the wall is done. That would be so cool, don't expect that. But anyway, this is my dream, my dream so too. Um, I would dream that um, JFK Jr. would come walking out and say, hey guys, chunk of the news, what's up? That would be so cool. So many things I could think of would be so cool. I just, you my bottom line, we're not having to listen to it. So too by Hillary. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And they haven't been able to do any of their evil schemes or at least get away with removing him. Thank you, Lord. I'm just so glad we have our president. Oh, he is fighting so hard for us. Don't ever doubt it. Don't ever doubt it. He's just doing so much. So today we're going to talk about um, some questions that people have had for me, and that is about fighting this enemy. And how do we do this? Because we know this is a spiritual battle. Q has said that. He quoted Ephesians chapter 6 that uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, uh, demonic forces. Um, and you'll notice whenever you go back and listen to my videos, I don't really call his name. I say the enemy. And that's just my personal thing. I don't like to have his name on my lips. I, he's, he's the ultimate no name. He really is. In my opinion, I can't stand to say his name. So um, we're going to be talking about the ultimate no name a little bit today um we're also talking about the kingdom and so that we really have a good picture of what our lord jesus told us which is your kingdom come your will be done as in heaven so also on earth so there's still a lot of confusion from people about what um you know about us escaping and i'm convinced we're not going anywhere that this is and i'm going to talk uh, show you some from the word why that's the case and uh, that one day we'll get a new heaven and a new earth and a new and new bodies and we'll get to uh you know this world will be transformed in in the moment and twinkling of an eye and I don't believe that's now um but this is our home. There's they've been trying to seed our thoughts as, as to this is not our home. But anyway we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um also, has some great links for you, and maybe you guys can help me find some stuff too um, on free energy um, from the ether, as well as um, a really cool video I found about the blood moon. I want you guys to see a little bit of that because you just we've got to really think and think outside of the box and whatever we've been. Pulled. and uh, more and more I'm just like okay everything I was told is a lie let's just start from scratch right um and I also have um, a video from citizen investigative report I love her and so she's just she does a lot of thorough digging and she then just puts it down into a really easy form for people to understand so she talks about uh, China Gate, what's going on with China and how it's all connected We'll talk about that in a second, and um, about the uh, Gasara and getting our money back. Um, so, and how to how that really is going to work, and an idea I have on that. And then I have a, a treat for y'all. I hope you like. At the end, I've, I've got a little song for you. Don't fast forward. <laughs> Listen to it now. I'll do it now. Uh, do, do Let's do this now. And that'll be the little uh, icing on top, the cherry on top at the end. All right. So. All right, so here our, our Lord Jesus told us this is, um, he wants us to envision, and this is not his prayer that he told us to, to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the way we normally say it, on earth as it is in heaven. So it's been, he was trying to seed our mind with this is our home. This is where we are to take dominion. He told Adam to do it and he's expecting us to do it. And I think that now we're finally, uh, reaching that critical mass so that we are doing it. Um, so let's get a picture of what the kingdom is going to be. So first of all, I wanted to show you about the Euphrates. This is in Rome, uh, Revelation chapter 16. It's talked about the Euphrates. And if you don't know where the Euphrates is, then you're like, then you don't get it. All right. So here is this giant Euphrates river right here going through the Middle East. So basically, uh, separating the, um, the East from the West. Okay. And so, um, a lot of uh, what all throughout the Bible, they would talk about the, you know, Babylon is over here. Babylon represents the kingdom of evil. Okay. And so what it's saying, and I'm not picking on necessarily if anyone's over here, who's a believer. I'm just saying so symbolically it was, as I always talked about the evil Is symbolically here Babylon and that there's there's been a wall it's a water wall uh, that they can't get across okay this giant I mean it's a pretty significant river it's not a trickle it's a it's a river big giant river and um, so that there was a wall that they couldn't come across okay so to bring their evil I mean if you did it was a big to do it's a it's a major effort And so symbolically, I think you know, in our lifetimes, we've always had the people in the Middle East stay in the Middle East. They all stay right there, and some of it is because of the language barrier or whatever. But as we know, that has stopped, and that the the somehow or another, they have infiltrated all throughout Europe. Okay, so that water wall, basically symbolically speaking, has been dried up. Okay, so let me read to you Revelation chapter 16. Um, and so because I, I talk about this in my video, uh, the Revelation summary, uh, this video right here, if you haven't watched that, take time to watch it. It's only 48 minutes, but it gives you a whole summary of the book of Revelation. And I, yes, I go quickly, but it's, um, I talk a little bit more about Revelation chapter 16. I'm going to really talk about and I'm just going to talk about just these few little verses right here, verse twelve. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Okay, so the point is, it's not about a physical. It's not that the physical Euphrates River is going to dry up. That's not what it's about. It's about that they've always the evil has always stayed over there. That the these this Antichrist. Uh, uh, rhetoric and 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 this um so many of the people who are there are living under a whole different idea of what is right and wrong and so we know that that border was dried up that wall of water that was keeping them over on their side is is just dried up and they just oh well let's go all let's just go into into um into europe and that's Cost as I was showing you guys in the last video, I mean, the trouble, the mayhem that people have endured—it's awful. It, how much they have stolen, they have killed, they have raped—they just on and on and on. It's terrible. It's—it's it's been a very, very awful. And so, you know, from from one side of the coin, I mean, that's what the enemy wants to do—to try to destroy. But let's look at it from the standpoint of just like we've been trying so hard to wake people up. And you're like, How, what could I say? What could I do that would wake, wake up, you know, and understand what's what we're fighting here. And the reality is the people in Europe are awake now. And I hate that this, this happened. I hate it. But these, the, the deep state globalists, Bankster uh, New World Order whatever you want to call them they played their hand way too way too strong because now everybody's over there is like no, 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 no we believe in borders we want to have our own sovereignty our own country our own money our own everything and they're all as I've shown you that map they're all telling us and the Brexit thing is all about we don't want to be part of the European Union we want to have our own country so that we know who's coming in here and what we're spending our money on and all of that Um, so it's a, it's terrible what happened, but it did, it was effective in waking them up. It was, this is what's effectively been the great awakening. You know, if we in America still have it relatively good, we don't realize how much we've been harmed by chemtrails and geoengineering and harp and all these are the things that they've done to us. So, you know, cancer and all that and autism vaccines we don't necessarily realize that because we're saying oh well no one's come in and killed me you know but that's making it harder for people in america to wake up in europe they are awake they're very much awake you just trust me the people in venezuela are awake they don't want a tyrant ever right and they're um, they're very much as q has talked about they're going to be our strongest <laughs> uh, allies in fighting this enemy right so because they have definitely oh, even the people who are running for office down in in uh, the south american countries that was their main thing that they're running on is like we don't want to become venezuela right so everybody knows and especially the venezuelans know how bad it is when these people when your borders are are knocked down when you're when people infiltrate your country who don't love your country who don't love the people of the country and they want to water down your society and your culture dr Curley talks a lot about this i love dr steve Curley's site um so i think that's what it's talking about here in this verse 12 that this has this dried up all these borders have dried up and that uh that the natural white thing that would cause the natural boundaries in the world Uh, just have disappeared because of the new world order they they wanted people to come in and to and to water down the culture and to to bring in elements that would be that would be proponents of crazy things like this abortion type thing that is like you've got to be kidding me You've got to be kidding me, right? It's just like, I cannot believe I'd ever hear things like that. I did one the other day about this girl talking about how, oh, we need to, we need to accept the pedophiles because that's what they, you know, that's, that's the, that's how they were born and that's how they are. it's so like, I can't believe I'm hearing this, right? And so these are people who've infiltrated our country with a totally different idea of what's right and wrong, a totally different idea of, our, of, 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 of what America's all about. And, and. Wherever you're from, if you're not listening, if you're not from America, you're, you know, for whatever country that you want to protect your children and your country. So anyway, um, I think that's definitely what it's talking about. So it, why is this one of the, one of the vials? It's one of the last vials because at this point, after that is when we win the battle of Armageddon because that's kind of causes this mass awakening where everybody's like, no. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Um, I'll read verse 13 and 14. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. So all of them in lockstep have spoken lies and deceit, deception through the media, through the social media, through the uh, mainstream media, whatever it is. They are lying about these uh, about the borders, about you know, oh no, everything's fine. We don't. We can go ahead and and it's absolute lies and putting people in such such a dangerous situation and and risk Um, the children, the human trafficking, the drug trafficking, and all of that. So these are absolute lies from the pits of hell. Um, the dragon is Satan himself. The beast is the is basically the new world order, and the false prophet is those people in, who are have, are in each country uh, doing the. the Heading the religious institutions that people listen to and trust. Okay, so for they are the the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. So you know they teach it such that it's going to be on a physical battlefield, but it's it's not. The battlefield is worldwide. It's a battle for the mind. It's a battle for uh, to 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 remove these. Um, these controllers from these positions of power and the, uh, these politicians who bought into this uh, new world order and all that and that's where the battle is to remove them and that's what's so great oh goodness I've got to show you the SES video I've got to show you that too but, um all right so let me let me go ahead and pull that up because it is too I, I can't let you miss that it's too good right, hang on real quick Mick Mulvaney fired all 25 members of the agency's internal advisory board on Wednesday, following criticism of his leadership by several board members earlier this week. Mulvaney took control of the federal consumer watchdog agency earlier this year. After waging a legal
1: battle against its deputy director, who was designated acting chief of the agency after her Senate-confirmed predecessor stepped down last November, Mulvaney has faced criticism for declining to take swift enforcement actions against credit card companies, debt collectors, and banks. Ele-
2: so, okay, so the point is, Mulvaney, okay, this is a, the name of it, is 25 SES members relieved of duty. Mulvaney fired them all after the shutdown. That's what the shutdown was about. If you haven't seen my video on, on you're fired, you know, about the shutdown. These SES people who are at the top who who, uh, could not otherwise be removed and and fired. Uh, It's just absolutely crazy how they could just never be let go at all. Now they were let go. Good job, Mulvaney, as well as so many other ones. This is just one story on it, and uh, they're not happy at all. They were like, you know, arguing with him about he wasn't doing a good job. Guess what? These people are gone. These people are, are gone, and they can't do any more harm. So that's our that's our prayer that these people who've been in, in these positions of power, controlling the money, controlling the politicians, controlling the levers of power all over the world, are removed so they, their power is gone. That is how we win the battle of Armageddon. And how do we do that? It's, of course, first of all, uh, electing our wonderful President Trump and um, all so many white hats, those who are working so hard in the, uh, in the military, and the Secret Service, and the NSA, um, but you know, and us trying to help people understand what's really going on. So just stay in the battle, you guys. This is the battle. It's an information war. We're trying to help everyone understand what's going on. So it's very exciting. So what, definitely watch that video. That was just that was really great. It's not a very long video, four four minutes. I'm going to leave it in the link below. All right. So now the next thing is. Everyone says, "Oh, this world is not our home." Well, where else is it? You know, yes, I, you know, I, we are going to heaven one day, but ultimately, ultimately, He wants us with our. We'll be back with our family members, and we're going to be on Earth. We're going to be on Earth with our new bodies, the new heaven and the new earth. So, but there's some verses, especially there's some songs that try to say this: "Oh, this world is not our home." Blah 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 blah. Let me just start. The, the, the Bible talks about the word world in various ways. And so the enemy can very easily come in and trick us and trip us up if we're looking at the verse in the wrong way. So, for example, over here, in that, you know, I like the NLT, but this one, I don't like it. For this world is not our permanent home. We're looking forward to a home yet to come. So that's not really the accurate um, understanding the accurate translation. Here it says, for we, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. So what is he talking about? This continuing city, this kingdom, this world is ruled, by, has been, has been, not now, the world has been ruled by the enemy and um, all of the institutions, uh, whether it's education or the entertainment or the media or the pol- uh, political or wherever it is, uh, it's it's been it's been infiltrated, as uh, even our Lord Jesus said that the enemy would come in unawares into the church, into religious institutions, and they they are running things. They they just get they take control. They take over. Okay, so this is that's not our home. This evil empire. This evil kingdom that where you're you hear things. You're like I cannot believe I'm hearing these things. Like what I would say. All right. So he said that's not our home our home is this kingdom that we all want this kingdom to come and where his will is being done on earth as it is in heaven we don't want to be part of this worldly evil empire we want the kingdom of christ to take over okay does that make sense that is what is our home is the kingdom of christ in this world so i just pulled up this passage right here um that was in uh, actually hebrews chapter 13 if you want to read about that but that, you know just giving you an idea how some people can take pull out one little verse and i know that maybe look like what i'm doing but, you know and all of a sudden they go off and make a whole uh explanation oh don't think about this. Wouldn't that be what the enemy wants us to do? Don't think about this as your home. Go ahead and check out. Just live in your little hobble and and wait for the day when you'll get to heaven. Okay? And that's what not what our Lord Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to take dominion of this earth. He told us to do that. And look at some of these verses about the kingdom. Look at this. Like this one here. Matthew chapter 11. I'm going to make it a little bit bigger because I know yeah, that's going to be better. Um, where did it go? okay here Matthew chapter 11 verse 12 from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and violent men take it by force okay so you imagine your home someone comes into your home and starts taking all your stuff and ransacking it well standing there and going oh please don't do that you know, I, you know, I hope you won't do that. I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't do that. That's not going to do it. That won't cut it. That's why Papa and I—we're we, loaded for bear around here. We are loaded for bear. Somebody tries to hurt our people, it's—we're going to all have a six shooter. <laughs> we're not playing, and we're not—we're not expecting to hurt anybody, but we are not going to be uh, taken advantage of. Okay, we are violent men when it comes to our family. We're violent men. We will take it by force. We will prevent anyone from hurting our family. So in the same way, the kingdom of heaven, our world has suffered violence. Every institution has suffered violence. We have suffered violence. Under, their, under the brutal regime, their brutal tyranny, just like these poor people in Venezuela, these people all throughout Europe, the people in North Korea, us with, I mean, I'm looking at the sky right now, it's so filled with chemtrails, it's just so hard to breathe. Thank goodness I have my special you know water that I drink. But anyway, um, you know, with the sodium chloride. But, um, you know, this is, this is what has happened to our whole world, they have taken over just like it was told to Daniel would happen if we've suffered untold violence and violent men take it back, basically take it back by force. Okay. So many movies are about that, you know, something strikes back or whatever, you know, all these different movies are, are about that. And that's really about what we are doing is that we are taking our world back. Whether you're donning a yellow vest or tweeting or sharing with your family and friends or whatever the Lord is leading you to do, we are taking this kingdom back with our wonderful president and all these white hats leading the charge and Q, the Q army. We are taking this this kingdom back. This is the battle of Armageddon. All right. So look at what he also says about the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than any and all other seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger than the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Yay! What is that talking about? So the Lord Jesus dropped this amazing seed years ago. And this amazing seed is the gospel. This amazing seed is about... That he sacrificed his life for us that he gave his life to buy us back from the kingdom of darkness to set us free from the kingdom of darkness and we each of us sense that he has done that in our lives that he has set us free from the enemy's grasp in our lives that we can now we have the mind of Christ we have his heart we have his thoughts we have you know he leads us on a daily on a moment-by-moment basis right so he dropped this amazing seed that now we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice as it says in uh, the Hebrews or Romans twelve, whatever. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we offer our lives as a sacrifice, you know, whether you're in the military or whether you know each day you are being you know, maybe treated rudely by people as you're just trying to go and to help them, right? This has this is the this is the beautiful scene that changes the world where people love their neighbor as themselves, that they they do good to people and they are willing to. You know, not be the first in line. That they're willing to take the take the, the the low place or whatever. So that seed starts to grow, and it started to grow all throughout the world, where people all over the world recognize the beauty of the gospel. And they they you know whether they understand it fully or not. When you see that Lord Jesus died on the cross, that that says it says it all. You know, he died and he rose for us. That right, that powerful seed changes us it changes the world and now it's going throughout all the world and now it becomes this beautiful tree where all the birds of the air can come and nest in its branches in other words this world once we cast out the beast which they used to be like in Noah's day it was only eight people who walked with the Lord and the rest of them were demon worshipers so now it's flipped where there's you know 13 families who are demon worshipers and all their minions yes with the new world order but the rest of us are like we want to we want to do right we want to love God yes I know that not everybody loves the Lord but I'm saying that we're not hurting kids we're not doing that right so we're going to live in a world where we can all just be at peace and get along, like Q said, and everyone will have the things that they need, and we won't be sick, and we'll just be able to be at peace. So, isn't that wonderful? These are just wonderful verses about about the kingdom. So, you might just do a study on the word the kingdom of God, and and uh, and really get a a vision of that, because that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting. We're not fighting. To go to heaven, we're fighting for this kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Look at this one in Matthew thirteen, thirty-three. Uh he spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which is which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was leavened. So, um, I think of the three pecks of of leaven as uh, a flower as is in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that that the truth about our god it just it it's it, it goes into each place and it just starts to grow and to grow and to grow and to grow it's just like leaven does in in some bread and it just rises and everything rises because of the truth of uh this of the father son and holy spirit is everything set right no but the world all throughout the world everywhere in every nation in every country in every place there's been the gospel has been preached. Is it ever to every man, woman, and child? No, but it it has it has it has gone throughout the world. He said that that's what it had to be. It had to go throughout the world, and then he would return and his king, and he would establish his kingdom on earth. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I wanted you to see that, and then he, this is another great explanation of the word world do not love the world or things in the world so is it talking about the trees is it talking about the people in this world clearly not it's talking about this evil empire this evil system that uh has has infiltrated our world where this this um this the satanic evil forces that have taken over um, all these institutions um if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him it's just the fact these people who who do these things who 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 make money off of human trafficking, who make money off of drug trafficking, who make money, who, who, who love torture and they love war because all the money that they make and they gleefully see people dying of cancer and and people starving. How can the love of the father be in them? It's not, it's not for all that is in the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. This is First John chapter 2, verse 15. That is this lust of this flesh. Like I want more and more for me, me, me. The lust of the eyes, just anything they see, they, they've got to have it. They've got to have it. They've got to uh, take over the, you know, just... Just think of Soros and all those. Just they say something and they're like, "I want it for me," and I, I, don't care who I have to trample on, who I have to destroy to get it. And the pride of life, where they don't consider that they need to humble themselves before the Lord, they just say, "I'm my own God." Thank you very much. And it's not of the Father, but it's of the world, this worldly system. Okay, don't think of the earth or the people in the world. It's a this evil empire okay and the world this evil empire is passing away it's not talking about this this physical world passing away and the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever now it does say in another place i think it's in first peter it talks about this this world will be destroyed with a fervent heat and that is true it's in that day as it says in first corinthians chapter 15 that we it will um the, the that uh, that the world will be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye that our bodies will be changed and the earth will be changed into incorruptible and it can no longer be destroyed no longer be I can't wait for that that's I saw a thousand years more so don't don't get excited about that today I'm just excited about casting this beast and the false prophet into the abyss so I hope you're getting to see what the kingdom is compared to the worldly system okay so you know think of good versus evil okay the world a lot of times it talks about this um uh, is the evil empire whereas the kingdom of christ is the is the good the good (laughs) the good versus evil all right so um here is in second peter chapter three now i'm going to talk about a question that someone had for me um and that was uh you know what do i think about literally taking on demons and so i'm just going to tell you it doesn't really matter what my opinion is. My, my opinion is what the word of God says. <laughs> that's, that's the only opinion I have is what does, it, what does it say in his word? And I want to read to you first before we start. Second Peter chapter three, it says some of his comments, Paul would write these things. Some of his comments are hard to understand. And those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different just as they do with other parts of scripture. And this will result in their destruction. So it is a very dangerous thing to teach the word of God. I take this very seriously. You guys know that. And so it's a lot of people take a verse and they will twist it and contort it and take it out of context. And they'll do do something totally different. Like they have tried to do with us saying, Oh, there's going to be, you know, the world's going to be destroyed the lord jesus is coming back we're going to we're going to be raptured out of here we're going to get out of here and this is not our home they're trying to get us to where we don't fight for this world where we don't fight for our country where we where we stand down and we don't we don't participate in the battle and so many have fallen into that trap The church has not done a very good job on making that clear but the the reality is we are going to stand here we're going to fight and we're going to see the salvation of our god right so a lot of this has been twisted and the enemy has come in and has twisted these things and has you know has installed people into the leadership positions in churches that will toe the line that will teach what they want to teach so i'm going to read to you what he says in june now y'all buckle up because He's not going to play in this, because this, this is serious. We cannot play with this teaching about, uh, about demons, okay? Dear friends, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write to you about something else. Urging you to defend faith that God has entrusted once for all time to His holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. Hello, right? A lot of them are like, "Oh, yes, we,", we you know, even even saying abortion rights in the in the church. I mean, it's just atrocious. Anyway, and the condemnation of such people was recorded long ago where they have denied our only master and Lord Jesus Christ. Though, so don't think that they're going to get away with it at all. The condemnation was recorded long ago. So I want to remind you though, you already, know, I'm sorry. So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel. From Egypt, I think that's so cool. It says that Jesus rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt. You would normally think of God, but Jesus was the one. He was that that pillar of fire that was leading them across um, uh, the, the, the wilderness and and uh, into across the Red Sea and all that. So, but later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. If you remember the Korah's rebellion, you got to read all that because this is this is the day when we are some that was. That was a time when they were being saved uh, from Pharaoh. We're being saved from the worldwide Pharaoh and being set free from their financial uh, devastation they've had on us, enslavement and servitude. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them but left the place where they belong. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. Okay, so... This is the limits of authority. They were told this is what they were supposed to do. They were were created uh, to be angels, to be servants of God. And they're like, no, we don't want to do that. So they left heaven. They left and and yes, they were kicked out, but they wanted to go. Then they're like, we, you know, they they want to rule they wanted to rule heaven and when they couldn't rule heaven they're like okay well we'll go rule the earth and that's a, they've been able to do that so this was their limit of authority they're not allowed to play god neither are we right and so they have been securely chained in prisons of darkness waiting for the great day of judgment so you know they what is, they're physically they're still able to go around and cause all this mayhem throughout the world, but they're not able to uh, to rule heaven. they're not able to run heaven like they were trying to do, and they're not uh, they only have limits to which they can do, like in the story of Job, right? And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. These cities were destroyed by fire and served as a warning as, uh, of the eternal fire of God's judgment. All right, so now look what happens here in verse 8. In the same way, these people who claim authority from their dreams, I'm very skeptical. A lot of times, these dreams, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just more and more, I'm skeptical of everything. I'm like, oh, my Lord, God is into all truth. They claim authority from their dreams. They live immoral lives. Defy authority and scoff at supernatural beings. Let me read that one more time. These people who claim authority from their dreams. Again, that, a lot of, I find that sometimes people use this as a control mechanism. Just warning you. They live immoral lives. Defy authority and scoff at supernatural beings. But even Michael, this is the archangel, one of the mightiest angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy. But simply said, the Lord rebuke you. The Lord will take care of you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. This is in the book of Jasher, but we'll not go into all that. But these people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them? For they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother. And like Balaam, they deceive people. Money and like Cora, they perish in their rebellion. So yeah, you might want to look up those the stories of those three. Those are yeah, those are not some of the best ones in the Bible. So this is my encouragement to you guys: is to take this word from Jude and be very very careful dealing with supernatural beings. And you know, I'm not. I'm just. I don't. I'd let the Lord take care of it. I will say that it says then, James, James, yes, humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I don't need to take him on. The Lord tells me I just simply resist. I resist. Talk about resistance. There you go. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. You recognize that you don't follow after him. Say, I'm not, I, I follow the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going to allow hatred in my heart. I'm not going to allow uh, lust in my heart. I'm not going to allow um, any kind of immorality in my heart. And so then that he will flee from you. Okay. And so that has been my experience for more years than I care to tell. Right. So I don't want you to um, fall into the trap that some people, and it's a pride thing where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm big enough to tango with the uh <laughs> I'm going to show you the next story. You're going to flip when you, you've never heard this next story. When these people eat with you in your fellowship meals commemorating the Lord's love, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you what's a reef it's like you've got the ship is going down this track and they don't realize it. it's just cutting a hole in the hull, and you're going to sink because of the pride like what did it say in the book of james it said humble yourselves before god resist the devil and he will flee from you as we humble ourselves and call upon his strength that's when we're victorious over the onslaughts of the enemy and the biggest thing i've said before is that the pride when we this pride thing is it's very destructive that that's what has gotten all these people into the mess that they're in because they didn't feel that they uh, they thought they were too big for their britches. They could do whatever they wanted to do. They didn't need uh, God's strength to overcome the the the, um, the the temptations of the enemy. And they've they've really been very badly sadly mistaken. They are like so. These people can shipwreck your faith. Okay, and so just take warning from Jude that this is we need to stay right in line with what the Lord has said for us to do. He did not tell us to do any of this. He did not tell. He he talked a lot about not to have sciences or, you know, do anything, calling up demons or anything like that. We don't. That's that's in a very wrong territory. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They're like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. Okay, it's just totally empty, void of love and void of, of care. They're like trees in autumn that are doubly dead, but they bear no fruit, and they've been pulled up by the roots. They are like wild waves of the sea, churning up the foam of their shameless deeds. They're like wandering stars doomed forever to blackest, blackest darkness. Uh, Jude is not missing any words, is he? These people who are messing with these just go... Steer clear, steer clear. I remember years ago, David and I went to a this church, and and I had been there, and everything was chill. And then I went to another service; it was totally way off the bat, off the reservation. And my husband looked at me. He says, "Were they doing this when you were here the last time?" I said, "No, baby." <laughs> so, and so he he looked at me, and I just we just <laughs> we just walked right on and out. We're like, no. I'm not messing, we're not, Uh-uh. no, he and I both were like, no, that's not what the Lord wants us to be involved with at all. Anyway, all right, so Enoch, who lived in the seventh generation after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, listen, the Lord is coming with countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the world. This is about the new world order, those who who, who joined in lockstep with them. And that's what we're seeing right now, you guys. This is being fulfilled in our day. He has, is coming with countless Thousands of his holy ones, and I think maybe we're included in that as well as the angelic host, but also us, where we are finally kicking out this beast and false prophet and and the enemy. And we're it's amazing, we're living in this day, you guys. He will convict every person of all the ungodly deeds, things they have done, and for all the insults that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and complainers, living only to satisfy their desires they brag loudly about themselves they flatter others to get what they want all right so that's that's the main thing of, of jude that i wanted to read you just got one little chapter so that hopefully will answer your question if it didn't this story certainly will this is when paul because of the holy spirit had clearly given him authority to 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 teach the work no doubt Uh, about it at all and he was he was one who was able to go and people were healed wherever he went he could speak in any language he wanted to speak in i mean the lord was clearly uh, giving him the authority he did go and say and and rebuke satan okay he and, and demons he did do that not very many pauls that i've seen not very many Paul's I've seen a lot of fakes I haven't seen many Paul's so I understand that the Lord gave him this ability and he has told us that we will cast out demons I, and I believe that's in through prayer and our Lord Jesus said that we would have authority over these these things through prayer and fasting and that is, that's how we have the, par- the power over the spiritual realm is through prayer and fasting. And that's why I have several prayer groups that I meet with on a, on a daily basis, because that's the only way we're going to beat this. That's why on my channel, we always are praying and we're in the word and we're fasting from all this uh, worldly stuff right now that maybe in a normal situation would be fine, but we're like, no, we're going to focus right now on, on this battle for the kingdom. So you know, the Lord could give us the ability to remove these, and and He and He does as we as we go and we 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 uh, minister to people, we pray for them, we we um, uh, uh, fast. Then we are seeing lives transformed. Okay, but it's a totally different thing when we're going mano a mano. No, no, no. That's our Lord Jesus's job. Even as you said, as it said in the Book of Jude, Michael. The archangel Michael did not even do this, okay? Look at what happened here. God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. So then even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. Then some of the itinerant uh, Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits. Saying, I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims um, uh, proclaims seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this but the evil spirit answered them Jesus I know and Paul I recognize but who are you and the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them mastered all of them and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded (laughs) they ran out of there naked y'all so this is serious, this is serious. this is not playtime. this is not a game as as he as Q has told us many times. this is very, very serious. this is a real forces. so we hide behind our Lord Jesus and we're like, okay, I will fight, but i want I'm gonna fight on my knees. I'm gonna fight through prayer and through fasting, and I'm going to see you are the ones who you are the one our Lord Jesus who's heading the column as it says in uh, the book of Joel he's the one who's leading the charge and he's the one who has authority over these and Paul understood that too he clearly was was working under the under the direction of our Lord Jesus so if you have the um the ability to to heal where you touch someone even a clock that you have that you take and, and people are healed if you have this ability then then and I would say, okay, then you, the Lord has gifted you with this ability to, to do like what Paul would do and, and rebuke these uh, evil spirits. Other than that, I think we just need to have, make it a matter of prayer and fasting. All right. Um, all right. Remember that time when our Lord Jesus, the guys came back to 70 and they said, even the, de- the demons were, were subject to us. Um, and he said, But then he said there was one that they couldn't remove. He said because that is only removed by prayer and fasting, and that's where our lives have to be in such compliance with the Lord, Uh, and in uh, the the Spirit of God has to be working in us in such a way. And and this is just a gift. He 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 gives it to some and he doesn't give it to others. That's totally up to him. I'm just saying it's dangerous. It's dangerous to mess with this stuff now. Back to um, oh, I wanted you to see this. Remember how I was saying that the kingdom of heaven, all these will be cast out. The evil ones will be cast out. Um, Everything's going to be set right. This world is our home. This world is going to become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ. Okay, that's what we're all the whole thing we're talking about in Revelation chapter twenty-one. Look at this beautiful vision. And he carried me, again, this is farther down the road. This is, I think, way into after the thousand-year reign of Christ, after the Gog and Magog battle. Right now we're in the Armageddon battle, and then we'll be in the Gog and Magog battle. He carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. So that's what our future is on earth as it is in heaven all right now i hope you all enjoyed that we're now i'm going to just show you real super quick my buddy um uh citizen investigative report did this deep dive onto china i want you to see this because this is uh She's talking. He's got um, uh, Whitaker talking about some of the things that they're that they're exposing uh, and, and um, going against some of these Chinese companies because they have been stealing intellectual property and that type of thing. So he talks about that. And the China Gate. Now, this is way back during the time of Bill and Hillary uh, when they were in the in the White House. They. Got into the White House by getting money. Now this guy, <laughs> you can tell he's not happy because someone's asking about this very thing I'm telling you about, and so he kicked this reporter out because they got money from the Chinese and they so so they could win their election. Same thing they've been doing, you know, all these years. And so they what are they? They're not just giving them money because they like them. They're giving them money because uh, the Chinese are giving Clinton's money because they had um, given them state secrets and military secrets. Okay. So she's talking about that on the, on this channel, on this video, and as well as so many other things, she's you know putting it all together. She just does a really, really great job. Now I want to show you something else. On the, remember the video I did on the super jubilee I, I, in case you've watched that one, the Sara. And so many of the things that people have asked me about uh, or commented about on the channel is, you know, well, that doesn't sound right that someone could buy something and then they just get it for free. I could be wrong. We don't know a lot about the SAR law, exactly what it's going to be. The year of Jubilee, um, I think it's mostly talking about that, that the, that the interest is returned to us. The interest, which was usury, which was illegal, that it was done so so improperly, um, uh, this compounding interest and all that, that is what will come back to us. Um, if you bought something, you, you pay the, the price for that, that item, but not with all the usury interest, okay? I think that's what it's really talking about. And so much of the credit card. It's like you, you get a credit card and, and you start you, – you'll never – Ever get out of debt? That's what it's talking about. That's going to stop. I hope that um, helps to make that a little clearer. Now, the uh, this is a Tesla experiment. Someone mentioned to me. Remember how I said the other day, I'm going to take my laptop and plug it in the dirt? You know, I'm like I don't know how this is going to work. It's the charge state. He is talking about ether and they also spelled it A E T H E R. I just wanted you to see this light bulb is kind of cool. And we've kind of done this experiment so we know this. And we also obviously right, right now I'm working off of Wi-Fi. So we know that these this goes through the air. So certainly we can have electricity go through the air, through the ether. So you can see a little bit about what this is. To see that, so that's I'm sure the technology something like that is good. It's going to be used so that we don't have everything always plugged in and looking for an outlet. And it, but you can see it's not hurting this guy, right? He's got his uh, he's just touching this light bulb and he's not afraid that it's going to shock him or whatever. So, it that's very exciting, that that will come. So, we're going to have um, uh this energy. Oh, can you imagine how much we're going to save because we don't have to pay for all this electricity, and all the all the uh, how much this opens up the, just so many options around the world and people all over the world being able to get the things that they need, even in these what has been third world countries, and it will just light up the whole world. So you know, a lot of times we look at the world map and it's it's um, you know just you know a few places that have lights. Imagine all of the world. Truly, being the light of the world, that Jesus is the light of the world. That in His millennial reign, everything is is lit up. You know, I, I I would just be a sad person if I didn't have power. I love having power because I work well into the night sometimes, studying and researching. And oh, I love power. So this is going to be so great. And I love air conditioning and all the things that power gives us. Now, this guy did this amazing video. I want you to see this because he is. I was, because I was researching about the blood moon and this guy is an artist. He goes into, in a perspective and what, how uh, the artists look at things with this artistic eye that a lot of us who are not artists, we don't necessarily recognize, but I wanted to show you guys a little bit of this because I I think you're really going to get a lot out of it um, and and see, we've got to really think about, you know, whatever we've been told is, a lot of it has been fake in science. I'm tell, I've told y'all guys, you guys before. I don't believe they went to the moon. I've seen too much. I don't believe that they went to the moon at all. I have. I've seen them do. Uh, if you want to watch a funny thing happen on the way to the moon, then you'll be like, oh, they lied, right? Um, so look at, check this out because this is really, this is really neat.
0: Which is weird, because everyone can learn math and how to count numbers if they tried, or use a calculator, yet no matter how hard someone who is not born with an artistic inclination may never be able to develop the talents it takes to render a family portrait, or a landscape, or correct colour, or the moon. And speaking of the moon, allow me to now share the information that will close the case forever on the possibility, or the falsity, Of the moon being a sphere. The moon is 100% absolutely not spherical, and any lunar eclipse proves it. And you can prove it too. All you need is a light source and two spheres. On the right, I'll be showing video footage of past lunar eclipses that we are all familiar with. And on the left, I will be showing what a shadow moving over a sphere actually looks like. A lunar eclipse is not, I repeat, is not a shadow of a sphere or anything else circular moving across a spherical object. How do I know? There are four critical points of observation everyone should be looking at. And I like to call these the confirmation to surface factor, the shadow diffusion factor, the sine wave or S factor, and the reflected light factor. Firstly, I would like to point out the consistency of how a shadow naturally moves along varied surface types. This is the confirmation factor. A shadow will conform to any shape that the surface takes, thus, in a way, revealing the true shape of an object. If a shadow moves along something rigid like stairs, it will take the stairs shape, revealing the level differential from step to step. If a shadow moves along a concave object like a bowl, the shadow will stretch and skew revealing the concavity of the bowl. If a shadow was to move over the surface of a sphere, it would stretch and skew in a spherical manner, wrapping and receding as it bevels and distorts along the sphere's surface. Note that this does not and has never happened on the surface of the moon during an eclipse. Which brings us to our next factor, the shadow diffusion factor. Note, the shadow is more crisp on the edge of the bowl than it is in the lowest portion of the bowl and sharpens as it rises back up to the edge or the source of the shadow. Note also that on a sphere The shadow is most diffused or scattered around the edges as the sphere's surface recedes, and it is the most sharp or defined on the closest portion of the sphere. This is because the closer the source of the shadow is to the surface, the more defined its edges. The further the source of the shadow is from the surface, the larger and more faded or diffused it becomes. Another way to say this is if you place an object on a surface with a light source above, the object's shadow will appear most sharp when the object is at rest. But lift the object closer to its light source and you will see the shadow lose its crisp edges and dull or fade away, sometimes to the point where little to no shadow remains. This is the shadow diffusion factor, and in conjunction with the first factor, the conformation to the surface factor, the shadow not only rises and falls, stretches and skews with the surface, but also sharpens and dulls. These two factors are almost all we need to find the true topography or shape of the Moon. Yet one factor is missing. This is called the sine wave factor or S factor. Because the Moon is said to be a sphere, the shadow that is projected onto the Moon should also take on the characteristics of the sphere. This critical factor does not appear on the Moon's eclipses whatsoever. The sine wave factor or the S factor is what happens as an object, round or straight, spherical or bent, passes over a sphere's surface. As the shadow moves onto a sphere, it is wrapping around its curve. Starting from the outer edge and moving towards the middle, the shadow takes on the spherical contour and bends upward at its height, then falls backwards in a barrel distorted manner. The shadow will always follow the closest edge due to perspective. The shadow will continue to create the S shape until it reaches the halfway point. As the shadow moves beyond the halfway point, it begins to bevel outward again in a barrel distortion manner. When a shadow moves along a 3D sphere, the center or closest part of the sphere to the observer is the most flat, and the shadow's shape and size the most true to life. The sphere will never be flat, but the.
2: I hope y'all got that. I had to watch it several times before it started to make sense to me. Um this guy is so good because he is looking at it from an artist's perspective as if he's going to try to draw something. And he knows what, you know, what shadows are created based upon the shape of the object. And so really, I really appreciate his, um, his sharing that with us. And, uh, just more of the same, more of the same that they have lied to us in so many ways. All right, so um, those are the things I wanted to share with you guys today, and I will um, I will scoot out of here, before, and when I go, I'm going to share with you guys uh, about the trumpets, by song. I'm going to sing for you guys. I hope you enjoy it. Like I've been singing, there won't be trumpets. Uh, it's not about trumpets not about Trump. It's about this world becoming the kingdom of our Lord and, and, and just this, this whole kingdom being a place where we can be at peace, right. And be, um, where the enemy is gone. The beast is gone. The false prophet is gone. So keep in the fight. Make sure you keep sharing. I put my little papers in my purse. So I'm ready to go. I had run out. So I'm, I'm ready to go. I've got uh, those. Make sure you have those, um, uh, those handouts that I told you, I'm gonna. I'll put a link to, to them below, just in case you don't have them. So you hand them out to people, and they can just go to the link and uh, and do their own research and um, keep. And they're tweeting away, sharing uh, the, the the you know the things that you that really touch your heart it help you to understand what's going on. And let's just continually be in prayer. That's the most important thing. He says that the this, the only way we can win this battle is. To cast out these demons is through prayer and fasting. Okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You have told us the recipe. You told us exactly what to do. And we humble ourselves before you, and recognizing that you alone can uh, have the power over these dark forces, and we're so thankful that you've called us into this service that we can we can join together and pray and fast and see your kingdom come. So, Lord, we ask that you would um, that you would remove the powers from from these this, these dark forces that, that everything that they do will come to nothing even that they've um, infiltrated uh, different countries and different institutions that it will be become obvious to people what's really going on wake up your people oh lord as we see things that just are shocking that is that causes us to wake up so i thank you for that i thank you that you're using even these things for good I, I pray that um, that people will research the truth that they will no longer believe the lies that they're hearing from the mainstream media and radio and and, and uh, the different institutions even even some in the church and um, each person would be hungry to search out truth for themselves we thank you Lord that soon we're gonna see um, these cast into the abyss and we will we'll scoff at them and we'll say how did you run this whole world that but we'll be free and safe from from all their evil. We pray, Lord, for strength for those who are fighting, in, especially on the front lines. Protect our military, protect our, our National Guard, protect our the Secret Service, of course, protect our wonderful president. And we know, Lord, by faith, that not one hair on his head is gonna be hurt because this is your great day. And we're not gonna let any fear uh, uh, attack us at all. Lord, we, we ask that you would continue to strengthen us in this battle. That the joy, your joy, would be our strength. That you would uh, help us as we proclaim the truth that we've learned, and uh, give us the words to speak it in every hour, and also to be um, your ambassadors, and especially that we would be willing to be the off scouring of the earth, and not have to be, um, you know, necessarily always believed. and just just leave it in your hands. You are very well able to bring something up into their minds and to, even when they're when they're uh, when they least expect it, and to convince them of the truth, just like you have with us. And I thank you, Lord, that you are the giver of truth, that you will reveal all these things to each one in their own time. So bless our president with the so too tonight, and uh, and all of our country. May it be used to wake up more and more people, and uh, that the power of those who've spoken lies will be stopped that uh, every, every mouth will be stopped and everyone will become accountable to you and every tongue confess that you, O oh Lord, are the Lord of heaven and earth. We praise you today and uh, we, we humble ourselves before you and we love you, Lord. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the song. I will talk to you later. Bye.
1: There won't be trumpets or bolts of fire to say he's coming no roman candles no angels choir no sound of distant drumming he may not Be the cavalier Tall and graceful Fair and strong Doesn't matter Just as long as he comes along Don't look for trumpets Or lightning flashing Or shining armor he may be daring he may be dashing or maybe he's a farmer we can wait what's another day he has lots of hills to climb and a hero doesn't come a quiet thing when you hold the world in your trembling hands you'd think you'd hear a choir sing but it's a quiet Exploding fireworks Where's the Roaring of the crowd Maybe it's The strange new Atmosphere Way up here among The clouds But I don't hear The drums And I don't Hear the band The things They say such moves Spring, but it's a quiet thing don't look